This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. What? Jody, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Okay, now. I hope you fucking overdose on cocaine! Now, say Poe Boys Podcast. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! How can we fuck your day up? <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! We don't think rape is good, but we turn a blind eye! Rape! 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 On the first fucking date! You know how many times I have not gotten a tip delivery driving? I don't know. Not even, like, I'm, I'm, no money at all. I'm not saying $5 isn't a tip. I'm not saying $3 isn't a tip. Any money to me is a tip. I'm Anything gonna, over the bill is a tip. If I get $1, I'm happy. I'm going to be honest. If you showed up at my front door with a pizza, I'd probably think you murdered the delivery driver. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, you can keep that pizza player. <laughs> you fucking have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like me, you mean? Yeah, I'm just fucking like, with you, Brandon. I'm sorry. <laughs> just no, say it right I now. One, I had this one friend, like when I had a big, crazy beard and it was a lot bigger. He yeah. he called me. He said I looked like a Muslim terrorist. And I, you know what I did? I immediately went and got a haircut because I was like, nope, don't fire. look like a terrorist. <laughs> you took oh. him out back and you said Allahu Akbar and you fucking shot him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not around anymore. Oh, uh, no. He only did it um, once. It was a beautiful day. Sun beat down. I had the radio on. I was driving. Trees went back. Me and Dell were singing. A little runaway. I was flying. Yeah, running down a dream that never would come to me. Hello and welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm your host, that motherfucker Jody B. Tonight, special guest, after uh, after much technical difficulties, I appreciate you sticking it out with me, sir. Um, we have the host of the Hey How's It Going show, and also the uh, executive producer, founder, and CEO of the Promises Cap Collective. Uh, he's, he's put in some work lately making different products, mainly cassette tapes, which I find fascinating at this point, so we're probably going to talk about that. Ladies and gentlemen, meet Brandon. Hello. Hey, buddy. How are you? Pretty good. It's been fantastic. Yeah, you're just watching me sit here and mess with my shit like an app. I didn't have something plugged in. Like, that's it's so frustrating, man. It's always something dumb, man. It's it's like, it is what it is. Like, I've had so many so many issues like that. Learning, It's a learning experience. Yeah. Well, I should know by now. That's the fucking problem. <laughs> There's no excuse for it, man. So Is that the same problem you had with Ralph? No, that was a totally different issue. And you know what? Like, I almost did the same thing because I had a flashback moment there where I was just like, God damn it. I don't know what's going on. And with Ralph, it straightened out because it was just one of those weird things where the computer couldn't figure out which which shit to send the audio yeah. to. That's all it was. It just took a few minutes because I had just turned my computer on. And that's one thing I've learned with this. You have to kind of let your shit warm up. <laughs> let all the stuff open and get everything ready before you start fucking around because sometimes it resets stuff and settings go back and it's frustrating as shit. <laughs> yeah, I've I've eliminated that issue with my uh, with my computer. I've 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 
eliminated my other sound card on my computer, the built-in one. Yeah. Like, I just turned the driver off. And now my sound card is completely USB-based through my mixer. I have a USB mixer. And but it's helps. nice. It's a nice USB mixer. It's an Alesis Multimix 8. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's my only sound card on this computer. So I will literally never have that problem. I hated that issue so much. Well, it sucks because I try to check everything and I need a checklist. That's what the fuck I need. Just a little <laughs> box thing to make sure. Ready? Contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's rough. So but, uh, let's, let's wrap a little bit just to kind of get into you. You are the host of the Hey, How's It Going show. Um, I was a guest not too long ago, and I had a good time talking with you, man. I really did. I, I find you very entertaining, and uh, I think you can carry a conversation well. Uh, contrary to what some other people might think, I happen to enjoy having a conversation with you, man. So Yeah, yeah. You know, you're, uh, you're pretty deep in it now. How long have you been doing it? Two years. Going on two years and two months, I think. Not bad. You still like it? <laughs> I love it, dude. Uh, I uh, haven't recorded an episode in a little while, but I still, like, I have an upload schedule. Yeah. So, like, what I'll do a lot is, like, I'll record, like, four times a week, and then that'll boost me up, like, because I, rec- I release twice a week. Yeah. So, that'll give me, like, weeks in advance of going. If I do, like, four episodes a week for, like, four weeks straight, I'm booked for, like, you know, I'm good for, like, eight weeks. Whatever that math is. I don't, I'm not good at math, but... Um, <laughs> What would that be? Four, four more weeks, I think. Yeah. Shit, for um. me, it's it's double that, man. Like I, you, you are a madman at this point, doing the two episodes a week. I can't. I, I got so much other shit happening. I would drive myself insane the first couple of years trying to do something every week. Oh, dude, I do that. I work a regular job. Um, I'll I'll do like cassettes at the same time, like. I'll do it all. Like I, I wait, dude. Spare time is dangerous. Yeah, that's true. Idle hands. I keep man. myself busy. <laughs> it's true. Is that this is something I do to keep my hand off my dick? And I should probably podcast more. To be honest with you, <laughs> I just bought sixty nine cassettes. Nice, and um, I just all none none of them are like for a customer. I just bought sixty nine cassettes to like fuck with, yeah. <laughs> like make, and uh, a couple of projects. Like one band said, I could put out their like ep that they never did anything with and they asked them if they wanted to like get on cassette and they were like yeah that's that's awesome and they talked about it and they were like no you know corona's kind of happening we can't afford it and then they were like well if you want to like release it and keep the profits you can i was like well okay are you gonna sell them asshole (laughs) what i said are you gonna help me sell them asshole it's your fucking stuff (laughs) well they were like you can buy them you can sell you can keep the profit i'm like all right, like <laughs> they're not gonna like promote it or anything. I was, I was like, yeah, I kind of felt that way a little bit, but well, now hold on, maybe you need time. to get something in writing because isn't that how uh, old school like uh, music industry shits would work? They would just you need to get a contract that says you can produce their music, <laughs> and then yeah, fuck them I like. probably should, but they've lost. I've like lost contact with them. I don't know. They kind of fell apart as a band, I guess. Well, they might suck um, too, but I, I have it in that. writing. It's like in text uh, messenger. So it's not exactly legal, but close enough. So with the tape thing, man, like we've talked about it kind of in private. I think that's pretty cool as a novelty. Like I'm a kid, like that was my first form of music, really. So I know, you know, I have a love for those old fucking cassette tapes. And uh, I think it's a pretty niche product, but I think the more people know about it, the more that might be a fun thing. Like I said, with uh, uh, my project I was talking with, that's for my buddy's 40th birthday. You know, I think that would be cool. Just to hand somebody a couple cassette tapes as a gag, but it's also playable. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah, a lot of people like nowadays will buy them. You know, either there's like two kinds of people that buy cassettes nowadays. It's like people who actually enjoy them and want to listen to them, and then there's people who just do it to support the product or the band. Yeah. Um, like they don't know what it is or anything, and they just think it looks cool, and they'll buy it. And they'll never play it at all. They don't even know how. You know, they just <laughs> think it's cool. You know. Uh, so those are the do keep on two kinds of people that buy cassettes. And from my experience, and I don't know, it works. You know, people buy them. I didn't even know it was a thing until you said something. Like I, I was a little taken back when you said that was like your side hustle little thing, and you explained it to me. Did you? You just like bought the equipment to do the shit? Uh, yeah, I got into it in like 2014 at the start of Promises Cap Collective. If yeah. you want to get into that, we can. Yeah. All right. So basically, uh, it's a long story, but I'll try to shorten it. It's actually a tragic story. Oh. So I was friends with this kid, Zach. Zach. I'm not going to name his last name. He, like, wants to sue me. Um, <laughs> so anyways, we'll uh, there's Zach, man. and we were really good friends. We met in school, like high school, and uh, we were really close. But we had our spats in the past, and we stopped talking for, like, a year at a time. And, like, just, yeah, we get back we'd be friends again and we wouldn't and then we'd be friends again for a while and we wouldn't it was just and he's it was some things i did some things he did whatever yeah it's called well, a, on we started again, a company relationship but <laughs> yeah we started uh we started we wanted to start a company together he had helped me out with a project of mine called being in music which was branded and nick entertainment i used to dj with a buddy we called ourselves brandon and nick music um it was weird but I started doing like music promotions from that after he left. And then Zach Hart started helping me with the compilations. And we decided to start our own company called Promises Cap Collective. And we got this guy named Joe involved. And he did graphic design. Zach helped me with production and booking as well. We all came together. We each would throw down money on. No, first we were like, what were we going to release? I uh, wanted to be a record label. Yeah. So we were like, I, I think I said CDs are dumb. Who doesn't wants that? You know, somebody was like vinyl. And I was like, look into that. And it was stupid expensive. So um, we decided on cassettes. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to be the one making them. Uh, so I started doing research on what I needed to get. I didn't know anything about it, but it sounded really cool. So I bought on Craigslist and I bought like this $70, like Gemini mixer, like a four track mixer with a cassette deck and built in that you could like record to. Um, and it's like really old. Uh, I don't know how old because I don't know how old it is. I can't find any data on it on the internet. It basically doesn't exist. It predates it's really the internet. Nice. And it's a professional <laughs> product, but it's, it's like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um. So I didn't know it was broken because I didn't know how terrible. I, I just I thought what I was getting was like what cassettes were. Yeah. <laughs> so like it didn't sound very good. I got it to sound as good as I possibly could with editing and such, but it just didn't sound great. And I would buy other like other indie cassette labels products um like to hear to compare sound. Yeah. And uh, mine sounded better than theirs. So that's how I knew it was like okay. Um I would compare. Uh but anyways, we started this company and we released six cassette releases and then everything went to shit when I moved to Tennessee because it left that left the cassette making up the Zack. He didn't have the same like quality control I did. So it just the releases he did were like very, very poor. And I wasn't even there watching because I was just basically in, uh, in Tennessee giving money to the releases. I, w- I had no control in that at that point. I gave Zach my equipment to borrow and use for the company. And uh, then they kicked me out of Promises Cap Collective. <laughs> <laughs> they kicked me out and then it all fell apart in their hands. Um, 
so I moved back to Rhode Island like a year later, and I was like, I, uh, they we me and Zach weren't cool. Me and Joe weren't cool. Uh, but I convinced Joe to, since they weren't doing anything with it, to give Promises Cap Collective back to me, make me an admin again, and you know just so I could do what I wanted to do with it because they weren't doing anything with it. Right. And I convinced Joe and I convinced Zach. Zach didn't want me to do it. Joe didn't want me to do it, but I was very convincing. Um, so they gave me an admin of that. Uh, they said they were leaving. They were done with it. I took them off as admins and that was it. I had full control. Boom. I let it sit for like three years. And in 2018, this was in 2015 In 2018, I brought it back with the Hey, how's it going job? Nice. And, yeah, uh, twenty twenty. I brought it back with cassettes again too. So, how many have you done production wise with the cassettes now? Like that you've actually put out your series this year, twenty twenty. Um, I've done three, two releases so far officially, and yeah. I'm working on a fourth and a fifth. Nice. No, no, a third and a fourth. Have you gotten a lot of interaction with people, or is it kind of like what what happens normally? Is they get right up to the finish line and trip on a dig. Yeah, basically. Um, but especially with this Corona stuff going on, like yeah. nobody has money. Or well, I feel I feel victim to, to it too, man. And I'm not trying to just you know talk shit about myself, but it's it sucks because it's it is such a novelty, but it's cool as shit, man. Like I, yeah, I hate yeah. that it happened right now because, dude, I would have been done that shit months ago. You know? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like I don't blame <laughs> anybody for not wanting to make cassettes with me. It's like you know what? It's it's such a niche thing. It's like it's kind of risky. What do you do with it? Who fucking you know has a cassette player nowadays? I get it. You know what you need, um, Brandon. You but, need to make cassette porn. That's what you need. <laughs> you need to put on. You just need to, moaning. Yeah, no. I mean, you could get like porno and then record the porno sounds to cassette tape, and then you put those out, and you're like, "Hey, you guys want audio porn?" And they'll be like, "What do you there mean?" There you like, go with them ideas, man. There you go with yeah. them ideas. What do you mean, like erotica? And you'd be like. No, this is called fuck sounds, and it's just just <laughs> porn audio, the whole thing. It's like porno for the blind. That's amazing. <laughs> have you ever listened? If I had the balls, man, I totally would, but I don't want that in my image. I'm going to have to pay you to do it. Have you, have you ever listened to porno for the blind? It's pretty cool. I haven't, no. Oh, man, you should look it up sometime. It's uh, basically people. I don't know if it's volunteer or what, but it's like pornfortheblind.org. Or something like that. dot com. dot gov. Whatever, and uh, it's people that read, like, narrate porno scenes. And it's funny <laughs> because they have to start it like anything else to give all the credits. So they're like, "Hello, this is a reading of she came in the neighbor's mouth." Uh, <laughs> you know, it was directed by such and such star, such and such. We enter, open scene right. The blonde lady is sitting on a couch. She's got one leg up, one leg down. There's a man. Like, that's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> like, when you listen to it, I don't think they have a lot of people that do it, but it's awesome. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to do something like that, put it on cassette, but I don't know. I don't want that in my image. I'm, I'm too shy for that shit. Oh, don't be shy. You don't have to talk to anybody. I'll be your fucking manager. I just direct people. <laughs> say, hey, shut up! This we'll start a, a promises kept subsidiary. That's it. A side note: <laughs> Dirtball Ent. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I will put anything on cassette, though. If people are listening to this and they want something on cassette, I don't give a fuck what it is. I'll put it on cassette. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. See, I don't know if I can do a full run of porno sounds, man, but I might be able to slip you a fucking, what, a couple $12 for a fucking yeah. personalized porno sounds cassette. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I'll just mail it to somebody. Yeah, I got them. Uh, I ordered those cassettes. I don't know if I told you. I ordered them all, and I got them all yesterday. Those Dude. 69 cassettes. Oh, man. The the six for Ralph Sutton, the yeah. six for the official podcast, which I I don't think are happening. I might have to come up with a new idea for those official podcast ones. But uh, Who's going to buy those? All their audience is like 12-year-olds. They don't even know what a cassette player is. I know. I just really wanted to do it. I feel you. Like, I, I get like the appeal because they're successful in what they do but the fact of the matter is i don't think it appeals to their customer base <laughs> yeah 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 i well, i know for a fact that like a lot of those people would buy it yeah with their mom and dad's credit card and be like, official podcast merch i want it you know i know they would just because the people i explained that buy cassettes but Man. like those there's they got the f- crazy fans that would buy anything they do let's, um, let's wrap for a second because i don't know uh i don't know much about the official podcast at all and I know that they're very successful with Patreon or whatever their their platform thing is for money. I know they're pretty high on the list. So how many kids do you think are actually just running their fucking parents' credit card number and their parents have no idea the dumb shit that they're spending? Like on anything Patreon right now, specifically the official podcast or even Who's Right on occasion? Because I'm sure some of those little assholes did the same thing. Like I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts, dude. I- I, I don't know how long they'd get away with it for until the parents like look at their bank statement and be like, what the fuck is Patreon, you know? like Yeah. But I, I'm, prob- I'm sure there's kids out there to try it. And those assholes, oh, take your mommy's dad and credit card. Even if they're joking about it, they, there's people that do it. Yeah. They you have know, a shit they don't know save it away. They've got it like logged in their phone in case they need a bus ride or something, you know? Or yeah, I, like, I don't know what kids are doing these days. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Talk over you. You're not talking like, over you know. I was never that kind of kid that would like steal from the parents, but... Um, I was listening too smart for that. I knew what a fucking bank statement was, but you know, it's like there's people out there that do that shit. You know, they will take their parents' credit card, think they're sneaky. They don't know about a bank (laughs) statement or nothing. You know, well, some of them just don't look. You know, depending on what it is, if it's five bucks a month, they might not notice that. Like it's one of those things. How long would you get away from it? So then you can't you can't be mad at losing a Patreon subscriber in that base. You know, just. Unless they say, hey, man, I can't, or for whatever reason. If they just drop out, you got to assume their parents found the credit card statement. And they were like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. $25? Yeah. Do you know these people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. No, man. The, the whole thing just baffles me, the Patreon thing. and uh, Oh, it's crazy. You've seen the sale tax stuff? I've seen a few things about how they operate. And look, get money, get paid, man. You can't do shit for free. But I watched that happen. Like, you know, I think you did too if you've been in a couple of years. Like, Patreon's only been a thing a few years. Yeah. And it's still shit. Yeah. But <laughs> I hate Patreon. Like, their app is terrible. I don't think I've used their app. I just always go Oh, online. don't. It's terrible. Well, it's, it's a good thing then because so far it's okay, but I've only subscribed to like two shows. Yeah, it's useful. The app is extremely useful, but the way it's built, like you like close the app and then reopen it and you're playing some audio, the audio restarts the beginning or just ends and breaks. Like it's so bad. Gay. It's how SoundCloud used to be. It's just, no, I don't like it at all. It's, it's broken. It needs to be fixed. (laughs) Fix it. Fix it now. You son of a bitch. Fix your shit. 
I don't know. I do like, because I've only got, uh, I think, Who's Right. So I take the, the feed and I put it in my podcatcher. That's That seems to work. That's probably the right way to do it. Yeah. So it just updates whenever it does it, because I, I would get frustrated. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. I'll probably do that. Yeah. So I uh, I met you through this whole Who's Right Extended Universe. How, how has your experience been with Doug and Anthony so far? <laughs> um, I think Doug hates me. <laughs> As I, I listened to your episode recently with him, and <laughs> he don't like me too much. <laughs> he probably does. He's just a shithead. Like I love the character stuff, man. And I'm not saying oh, character. I pissed I, him off today. I know that. Well, you probably did because I do know that there's been a few times I've probably got under his skin. <laughs> I know you talked to Doug. Did he tell you about what I what I did recently? No, not at all. So uh, I went on their show, right? I donated like five bucks recently. Like I think it was like the sixth. I think. Their show on the 6th or 3rd or something like that. And I donated like 5 bucks to say something. I think I said something along the lines of, Hey, can I make more cassettes and sell them? Yeah, they were talking about the riots and everything. So yeah. I said, can I make more cassettes and sell them at the trunk of my car in a back alley during the riots and other places? That's important. In other places. And they read it aloud because I paid. And Anthony immediately saw it and he was like, Doug, I'm going to let you handle that. And Doug went and started to say something like, uh, Brandon, I recommend you take as many cassettes as you can, some shoe polish, and go into the riots and stop talking. Um, like he was going to say, paint my skin uh, with shoe polish or something like blackface. It's a great idea. Uh, but I immediately took that as a yes, you can make cassettes <laughs> and, and bought the cassettes to make. And I started selling them. <laughs> I was going to use them for like something honest, but like I wanted an excuse to make more cassettes and I wanted to buy Doug and Anthony vinyl of that episode because I knew that's what they originally wanted. And I wanted to be like the super fan. Like I wanted to beat you, Jen, and buy them the vinyl that they always, that they always wanted. Yeah, that was the fucking plan. I was going to use the profits from the cassette to get the vinyl. How that and I had Anthony's address, so I was going to send it to Anthony and he could send it to Doug. But. Doug found out because of somebody else. Uh, name will not be said. <clears throat> we are assholes. Um, and he he told Doug, and Doug found out, and Doug was very mad. He was. Was he yelling at you uh, via text? He was in, in text, you know, in text yelling. All, cap- case. all capital letters. What are you doing? You, this is how you do business? And I explained to him, like, look, it was supposed to be a surprise. You weren't supposed to find out. I asked you. I kind of got your permission. Like... I was doing this to get you something cool. <laughs> I told him I was trying to get you vinyl. Like, I wasn't trying to fucking rob you or anything. Kind of technically, like, after I thought about it for a while, I was like, well, that's technically what I was doing. But it wasn't, <laughs> like, for selfish intentions. Like, I really wasn't trying to pocket the money or anything. Like, Well, first and was, foremost, what are they going to do? Sue you? Neither one of those yeah. cocksuckers can afford an attorney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I been like, said, uh, suck my fucking balls. <laughs> he said, he gave me like three options. I'll, I'll read them out to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a second. Where is Doug? Yeah, so he gave me three options. Okay, here's the deal. You have three choices. You either take it down, meaning take the site down, the store I had this cassette on. B, you can leave it up and we remove you from everything we were able to find and never speak to or about you again. Or C, we... Uh, because you are using that timestamp clip of as evidence of me saying you could do it, the clip I talked about yeah. um, on his show, he, he said, you record a commercial for the tapes with you in blackface, as I stated in the clip, 
and all is forgiven. And those are my only options. So I replied with, all right, cool. So fucked, get fucked, get fucked, or get fucked. <laughs> Which one did you pick? <laughs> I chose to uh, get fucked and take down the tapes, which I had put down $100 for of my own money. Yeah. So I'm going to repurpose them for something else. That's fine. It's something to play with, man. <laughs> Sometimes you shoot yourself in the foot, Brandon. I get it. <laughs> yeah, and I get it. Like, th- thinking about it afterwards, I realized, like, what I what the, the idea was kind of half-baked and probably wasn't very good of me. But, I don't know, I was trying to do something fucking cool. I don't know, man. I'm, a, I'm like, half-retarded, too, sometimes. And, uh, you know, sometimes my brain gets ahead of my body. <laughs> I'm still going to make those vinyl. I don't know how, but I'm going to get him that fucking vinyl. Yeah. You just hustle some other tapes. Charge people more. If you really want to do it, I guess. Dude, I want to beat you, Jen. I want to beat the fitties tier. I want to be the guy that got dug the vinyl. That's crazy, huh? Like, who, who is who is Eugen? I don't know if I've met him. I don't know. He seems pretty cool to me, but everybody hates him. He's he's got the most money out of all of us in the WREU, though. He pays fifty dollars a month to uh, to um, you know Doug and Anthony and Patreon, and he like throws twenties down uh, in the in the you know YouTube like uh, su- super chats yeah. on the streams. He's He'll a- be throwing twenties down like for an episode. Sugar daddy. He calls uh, he calls Doug daddy. <laughs> It's nice to have children that support you, I guess. <laughs> I would take it, but I wouldn't do weird stuff. I might do some weird stuff. You're just giving me a couple hundred bucks a month. I'm like, what do you want? You want to see my titties? I'll pull them out, dude. Let's do this. It is funny. So with your experience with this whole... Now, this is... I don't care if it's inside baseball or not. Like, I'm a member of the Who's Right Extended Universe, I feel. Or I'm a, not a member, but like a, a fixture, I would hope. And... uh <laughs> I don't know, man. I've met some really cool people through that. Have you met? What, do you have a good or a bad at this point? Because I don't, uh, really, I don't give a shit either way. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, are, are there people that like... you're happy that you've met this point through oh, this yeah, whole experience? Dave, and are there uh, people for that sure. maybe you, you hadn't wished you met? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm glad I met you. You're fucking awesome, dude. You're that motherfucker, Jody B. Um, definitely glad I met Dave and Bob. Uh, who else? Yeah, those are the top. I guess you guys are the top three. Um, now you're just. And then there's a couple others that you know honorable honorable mentions. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's definitely some I wish I hadn't met. It's an interesting cast of characters. It is. It is. Hey, I did want to ask you something because uh, I was on your show not too long ago, and uh, you asked a few questions like repetitively, yeah. and I was wondering like. What uh? What do you think about when you're in your car alone, Brandon? <laughs> um, a lot of homicidal shit. Yeah. Uh, I think about suicidal shit. Like, what happens if I just like keep going straight at this ninety degree turn? You know, just ram my car into a tree. Do you do like um, the full get, play out, or just like that would be cool? <laughs> I like. I'll I, the farthest I've gone with it is actually letting go of the wheel, and until the very last second, like I'm talking ripping tire, like. I grabbed the wheel and almost spin out and shit. Um, but that's only happened once, and I was in a very dark place. Yeah. You said, but I don't want to no, die. Well, time out. You said homicidal. Do you think about running people over with your car or getting out of your car and stabbing a motherfucker? Uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe at the same time. Can I stab them and then run over them? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had some very violent thoughts about these people blocking the highway. Yeah. Um, I, like, I would never do it. 
but it's just the thoughts kind of run through your mind. Yeah, um, I'm glad to know that if, like, we're cut from the same cloth, Brandon. I think I answered this question with something similar. I was like, I would just kill people on the freeway. I would use the force <laughs> and just make their car drive off into an embankment. You know what I think? This might get me canceled, but you know what I think about the people blocking the freeway and stuff. You heard about that, right? They do it all the time when there's a when there's a, a, an issue like in the in the the world. They'll like block freeways. One of the first things they do in, in riots and stuff is the let's block the freeway. I think they should all be sent to the psych ward uh, for suicidal intentions yes. and be forced to pay the bill as a part of uh, uh, what do you call that? Public uh, not endangerment, public disturbance. Yeah, that should be. They shouldn't be put to jail or anything, but they should be forced on a seventy-two hour hold and be forced to pay the medical bills. Block of the Wouldn't freeway again. Listen, block of the freeway is pretty extreme. I'll give you that because yeah. they did it's that dang- here. It's dangerous in the sense that not only can somebody run you over, but also like you can cause accidents. Dude, sometimes shit happens. Like if an ambulance or something has to get through. Now mm. I understand you may not care at the time or in general. I get that, but the people in the ambulance, the people following the ambulance, and the three motherfuckers that are trying to save the person in the ambulance, they care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they may support you, and they may understand. They may be black, white, Chinese, it doesn't fucking matter. The fact of the matter is, is at that point, you are, like, causing a problem. Like, <laughs> guys, yeah, I get like it. There's a time and a place, you know? Yeah. The, you're, when you talk about blocking traffic, like you are literally fucking up people's lives, life, like life and death shit, you know, it's fucking stupid. You're well, not thinking I'll say this now, hold on now. Cause I understand needing to make a statement too. And I'm not saying to go around and start smashing people's windows. Cause that isn't a whole other situation too. Cause I don't know if we've gotten to that point here. We had the people block the freeway, the people, all the folks went down there, and it was like a big ordeal. They marched onto the freeway, and I think the first day there were some people that got caught up in it, but I think after that they kind of wrangled that in, and you know they made it a time thing, and I'm sure they diverted traffic and shit like that. So I mean, I guess it's a good thing the police were there for that, huh? Because they could just let people drive off into that. I just do you not think about the psychos out there like like me and you like the people that you know, don't have that like yeah maybe I shouldn't run all these people over today like just they'll turn the windshield wipers on and just go ninety you know from <laughs> seventy to ninety they don't give a fuck you know they, do you not think about the people with the plows on their truck and just that don't care the psychos you know like do these people not think those people exist like they're just gonna go on the highway like nobody's gonna run us over they'll stop for me. I don't get it. I would never do that shit. It's I don't ballsy. trust people. Hey, it's ballsy. I don't either. Look, I'm a grown-ass man. I've been doing my job forever. I look both ways before I walk around the ass end of my truck because I've seen people fucking drive by and take mirrors off and shit like that. And it's like, you just, <laughs> you don't give a fuck, huh? <laughs> so the the masses of people, do the, the the amount of people there, do they, do they not think about, like, active shooters, like, just one guy with an AK-47 just mowing people over. Like, all the cops are busy. You know, it, it's terrifying. Why would you gather, like, especially during a pandemic? Like, nobody was wearing masks. I don't know, man. It's I'm kind of torn on this one, just to be honest with you. I'm not torn on uh, people not being safe or breaking shit and causing havoc. I'm just saying, like, it's a wave, man. And the problem with the waves is they run out. So... I feel like this one has a pretty good crest on it, and folks need Meaning to ride it. Last a while, 
Meaning it should last long enough to get something done, whatever it is. I don't know what the plan is. I didn't get the memo. But if you want something changed, you have to keep keep at it. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah. but you know, like I think that it, I think it's calmed down. Like I haven't heard anything about looting and stuff like that. But I'm all for peaceful protest and everything. Uh, do what you got to do. But like when it starts to get in, talking about like havoc. It's like, what are you really doing? Are you kind of like making it worse? They yanked some guy out of a truck the other day. Tried to pull that old, uh, snatch him out of the truck. and hit him with a brick shit. I don't know, man. It started out pretty violent. And, and yeah. It's weird because I don't know who was doing it. Like, that's what's even crazier about all this is as a person who's just trying to do my responsibility and be here and take care of my family and pay my bills. Like, I'm kind of just on autopilot watching from the sideline going... Hey guys, good job. I'm here. Can I help? You want some water? You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's just but it's so it, scary. It it sucks because in the beginning, like all that other shit happened, and just like people were finally starting to say, like, dude, you're you're gonna cause this to stop. You know. What yeah, I'm it's gonna be a hard stop. There's gonna be like get a new your shit world together kind of thing going on. Fucking knock it off. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like everybody has has kind of done that now pretty sure i saw the other day some other black kid got shot i don't know like yeah i saw that too pretty ballsy man like <laughs> these fucking guys uh do you watch the dave Chappelle stand up yet there's a new one. Oh, you haven't heard about this uh no i know about the one where he made fun of the the sticks and stones is that it no, no. this this was released last night really yeah and it's there's not a lot of jokes it's just like ranting about the the state of the union at this point and Black Lives Matter and stuff. Okay, it was heavy. It? it was heavy shit, man. Like there wasn't a lot of jokes, but it's like the first five minutes he started talking, and it's just you know I've I've watched Dave Chappelle for a long time now, so I've seen the transition and see him as an older, you know, educated, successful black man in America who. It's probably a household name. Dave Chappelle, that famous, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He's pretty big. He's pretty big. So I find his perspective interesting, you know, when Uni's actually talking about, like, how he feels. And I think because this was recorded just recently, a few weeks ago, maybe. Was it before the riots or after? It's during. Like, this just happened. It's okay. so crazy. This is, like, some, some next-level shit. I guess Dave Chappelle was upset enough or inspired enough that maybe he called Netflix and he was like, here's the deal. <laughs> so like two, I mean, I'm sure he can get what he wanted. Netflix too. Yeah. He's well, that big. That's what I'm saying. So I think that's what happened. They didn't release it on Netflix. It's on YouTube, but it's called eight minutes and 46 seconds, I guess. Eight, it's yeah, called eight forty six. And the whole thing is just, it's, it's very serious and people are talking that shit at the moment. Like the idiots, they're saying like, "Oh, this is like him doing Nanette," and it's like that's not what's happening, guys. <laughs> like you need to watch it again and think on a little, little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's so deep. What, dude. What's your take on it? I think that Dave Chappelle has seen enough in his lifetime now, having done all the things that he's done, that he can speak on some shit. And I think for that, sure, I think that he is very eloquent sometimes when he speaks. And the first five minutes of that stand-up special, or I don't even have a stand-up, the first five minutes of that program, 
you can tell it's going to be a long night. <laughs> it's only like 30 <laughs> minutes long. Yeah. But he's got that rasp now. Like he's older and he's got like the knowledge and the wisdom behind what he says. I think he, I want him to be the next Dick Gregory. There was a certain point in there where I was like, damn, like this isn't Netflix trying to get a money shot out of him. You know what I'm saying? Like this is definitely, in my opinion, something where he was like, I need to yeah, just say need something. The mic, right yeah. Yeah. Pass me the mic. <laughs> and like you said, I don't know what people are going to say about it. I haven't read anything. I probably won't. You know, like I have my opinion about it. I think it's powerful, man. It's crazy. Like the things that I don't think about because I'm not a black dude. Yeah, it it's scary. It must be terrifying, you know, not knowing if you're gonna get stomped by a cop and if this is gonna be it for you. You know, that's some hard shit right there. You know, well, think probably about a it. thing that a lot of us don't feel. Brandon, you just said it. Like just sitting in traffic, you'll have a, a thought, a daydream, if you will, of whatever crazy shit. Imagine being on the receiving end of that in your mind. Yeah, yeah, it's. Terrifying. I can imagine I it. that, that shit too. Like, what if I'm in my house right now and some guy just bursts in my room with a fucking Tommy gun? You know, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, what the fuck would you do? Like, you like to think that heroic shit. Like, you'd be like, the fuck you doing, me? But you just sitting there like, no. yeah, don't shoot. Like, please. And that's somebody just fucking shoot you. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's fucking like, I think crazy. About both ends is like, it's it's terrifying. You don't you don't know what's gonna happen. Every minute could be your last kind of thing. You know. So that's why I'm kind of supporting what I can. I mean, I'm not doing shit. I might give some money to a black college. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't yeah. know what else to do other than just try to give some money somewhere where I can and maybe show up. I'll take some, some food to somebody if I have to. I don't know, man. It, it's crazy right now. And watching it unfold, I hope that it, whatever the objective is, is made clear. And I hope that they accomplish whatever they're trying to do. That's the thing about the thing about the money thing. It's like, why does it need? Why does that organization need money? Like, what are they gonna do with money? Like, they need voices. They need support. I don't see why they need money. Um, I could be uneducated, but like, if I some, had, I was talking to somebody today, and they were telling me a lot of that, a lot of the money that gets donated just goes to like straight to presidential campaigns. So which is good in a way, but like. I have a comment. You might have seen the yeah. same thing I did because I kind of fell into a Twitter trap. It was somebody that watched the, that played a video that said, hey, if you go to the donate to the Black Lives Matter movement, it takes you to this website. Now, this website takes you to this other place. And then it was a bunch of, like, donations and stuff to, like, different campaigns of uh, politicians and shit like that. Yeah, that's that's basically what I saw. But even before I saw that tonight, I was still like, "What? Well, donate to what? Like, what are you doing with that money? Yeah. What are they doing with that money? So here's what I think, and this is through that little venture. Um, I think that that server, the thing, was kind of misleading because it's like a, a Patreon for raising funds for whatever. And it just so happens to be that's that topic. Black Lives Matter is uh, the organization that receives that money. Now, they do take a cut, which I think is kind of weird, because that was my mm. point when somebody pointed it out, like, that's fake, and I go, okay, maybe. And But why don't they have, like, a foundation yet? Like, if it's such a, a you know, a thing, is that not, you want to have, like, a full-blown charitable organization, I would think, it, to give money to, so you can bail people out of jail, you know, buy stuff. Like, if you're supporting the cause and all that, like, you're going to have some overhead. Sure. You know, 
people. Main, I would think mainly that, like bailing people out when they get arrested for protesting or whatever. Like that's yeah, yeah, that's that's great. But like, are they doing any research on the people they bail out? Just are they just everybody that was protesting? Like, Maybe. I just have questions. You know, I don't know. I hope they figure it out though. <laughs> I don't know. I ask, I'm always like I was. My dad always taught me to ask questions, and then he drilled it into me. And I, I, now I ask questions on things I probably shouldn't. Um, I'm probably going to get in trouble for asking questions one day. But I don't know. I just I always ask questions on like everything, like just every single little thing I don't understand, like the money thing. I didn't know. I didn't know what the bailing people out thing. So I, that that's kind of relevant. That's that's that can be good. Yeah, but that's but, one thing. You know, maybe it goes to to black college funds. Like I said, that's the only thing that comes to my mind is. You know, you donate to the, what, United Negro College Fund, I think, is the thing. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds like a does, great thing. Does I mean, that's awesome. Does that help help? Yeah, no, like probably how many, not. How many black folks go to college, want to go to college, get accepted to college? Like, is there something else that's better? Like a food, oh, I hate college. Like a I food bank or something? Like, And I'm not trying to be a dick when I say that, but I'm saying, like, is there a more useful way? Should I go to a black barbershop and get a fade? Because I will. I think it'd be fun I as think, fuck. I, I think that'd walk be in there. very helpful. What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, I think that'd probably be very helpful. Support local, support local business and stuff, especially, you know, uh, black business or whatever. You know, I guess that'd be a good way for, for some of the guys to help. But I don't. I just don't see like I don't like charities in general because you never know where the money's going. So like supporting black business. Let's say it's a restaurant. Am I supposed to walk in there and like eat dinner and then tip them like five hundred dollars? Is that the thing, or do no. I just show just up? Make for, like, sure a you month? don't tip. I guess definitely tip. Yeah, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're gonna ever not tip, don't let it be one of those places. This is the time. I feel like maybe that's what it is. Is when you go to a restaurant and you have a person of color that's your waiter. Like, the, what's the standard? Fifteen percent. I think yeah, that's what I usually do. Fifteen, twenty, depending be, on if they're nice or not. Maybe that uh-huh. should be the thing. Even if they do bad, they should get the fifteen. And I understand like some people are like, "Fuck that shit." I don't tip a lot. I don't go out to eat a lot either. You know, I, I will I, tip. I just don't. To me, like when I I used to be a delivery driver. I was a delivery driver for a while, and I think delivery driving is like way harder than waitressing or waitering uh, because like you're using miles on your gas. You're getting the same amount of money as a waiter or a waitress literally the same but you don't get to um, negotiate you your tip either yeah you you, you know don't, what i'm you, saying you, <laughs> like, you, you don't get to always, shake you, your ass around and fucking get somebody an extra refill or anything it's just you get there you don't you get there quickly like that's about the only way and they're not gonna add a tip at that point unless you're like what's up motherfucker you want some cheese some peppers yeah yeah <laughs> it's uh like with driving you're putting miles in your car you're not getting paid extra for your car you're not getting paid for gas you're not um and sometimes you don't even get a tip you know how many times i've not gotten a tip delivery driving yeah. too many i don't know not even like i don't I'm, no money at all i'm not saying five dollars isn't a tip i'm not saying three dollars isn't a tip any money to me is a tip I'm Anything gonna, over the bill is a tip. If I get one dollar, I'm happy. I'm gonna be honest. If you showed up at my front door with a pizza, I'd probably think you murdered the delivery driver. <laughs> and I'd be like, "No, you can keep that pizza, player. <laughs> you fucking have a nice day." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like me? You mean? Yeah, I'm just fucking like, with you, Brandon. I'm sorry. <laughs> just no, say it right I now. One, I had this one friend. Like when I had a big, crazy beard and it was a lot bigger. He yeah. he called me. He said I looked like a Muslim terrorist. And I, you know what I did? 
I immediately went and got a haircut because I was like, nope, don't fire. look like a toast. <laughs> you took oh. him out back and you said, Allahu Akbar, and you fucking shot him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not around anymore. Uh, yeah. No. He only did it um, once, goddammit. I don't know, man. I'm just fucking with you. You look like Mick Foley. Like, if I had to say anything, like, that's kind of the look right now. Maybe it's just your COVID look because I've seen you without the beard and everything. I think you're a good-looking dude. It's just funny to me, like, right now everybody's kind of – Got a little extra chunk on their face or their tits. <laughs> a little extra oh, dude, hair. I got called. I got called unfuckable yesterday. Oh, great! <laughs> by um, by a black girl. Yeah. <laughs> unfuckable. Unfuckable. You know Anthony? Like, did you know Anthony is also unfuckable? That was a moniker he earned. Yeah, yeah. She told me to clean up. I'm like, sorry, I'm COVID. I'm not trying to go get sick. Like, yeah. No. I'm keeping all the <laughs> no. shit. You don't. You. I don't need a mask with all this hair on my face. I'll just comb my mustache into my fucking beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I need a haircut. I know that. I'm trying to get one, but I just don't feel like making a damn appointment. I'm the kind of guy that wants to just show up, and you can't do that right now. Apparently, everybody they're only taking appointments, so I, I just don't want to. Is there anything that you've tried? Have you literally just kind of stayed in your house the last few months? Because I kind of have too. If you have, I'm just saying. Like all I've done is gone to work. It makes sense. Yeah, I've gone to the store. The store's not bad. And uh, see, so you're in like what, like Rhode Island or something? Yeah, Nebraska, Delaware, where Rhode Island. <laughs> you're in a, a a place where I don't know if you guys had to do the full lockdown shit. We're still like, this is the Wild West over here, baby. <laughs> Arkansas. It, we went really, really close. Uh, we a lot of stores closed down. Not, I don't think all of them though. Um. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to the news, so I don't know if we were in full lockdown. Yeah. But I know Guitar Center closed, and to me, that's full lockdown, because I needed Guitar Center like crazy. You like Guitar Center, Brandon? I buy all my audio equipment there. Oh, I was gonna. I don't know if you played any instruments. I play bass. Really? I didn't know Uh, that. You have to show me some of your throwdown sometime, Bubba. I can't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not that good. I can just kind of play my own music. We'll have a harmonica and a bass band. That'll be our shit. I can play Star Wars. Can you thump out Star Wars? <laughs> I can if I practice for hard enough. I probably could. I've been focusing a lot of my time on like graphic design, uh, yeah. trying to learn that because in the tape making business, if you don't design your own shit, that means you got to pay somebody to do it, and that means it raises your prices. So if you can figure out how to design shit and make it look pretty, yeah. you can lower your prices. Dude, I don't... So I've been trying to learn to do that. I don't fucking art worth a shit, so props I, to no, you, No, I don't, I don't either, but <laughs> I, I need to. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll send you a picture. I'll send it right now on Discord of something I literally just designed tonight. Um, I, it's, I've been working for a supermodel. Yes. I have a supermodel's personal phone number. Oh. Yes. Um, I don't think that 18-year-old me would have ever thought that this would happen. But I have a person. <laughs> Settle down, Beavis. I have a supermodel's <laughs> personal phone number. Yeah. And I have been working for her. She was Miss India. Like of all India? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. You said uh, Discord. Yeah, um, I gotta send it to you. Um, You're okay. I just want to see this this fucking this lunacy. I don't know how I did it, dude. I had her on my show. We talked about politics. She's a she she does a lot of politics stuff now. 
She doesn't do too much modeling nowadays, but she do, still does. Um, this is her. I'm sending it right now. Yeah. But um, I just it's a YouTube banner. Uh, you know, to go on the top of the YouTube channel. Yeah. And I designed it, and uh, it's it's a it's in the it's in work. Uh, but that's the first render I did. Uh, just an hour ago. Yeah, that's um, not bad. I mean, it's a couple touch-ups. She's pretty. Yeah, but I did all the work on that. Uh, I cut out the images and took the backgrounds out and added backgrounds and I worked on it. Bless, um, but bless. I'm still like, you can tell it's like not that great because I don't know what I'm doing in graphic design. <laughs> it's a, it's another skill, man. I don't have it, and I barely have it for audio. Like, I think I can hear stuff good sometimes. That was the sentence. Uh <laughs> but yeah i don't do it my it's actually at this point a joke like the fact that my my cover art is just me scribbling shit i use this finger my like my fucked up little finger i use that to draw that every time so that's kind of the novelty of that <laughs> it's my handwriting but other than that man like anything that can make your life a little bit easier and maybe put a little extra dough in your pocket i can respect that man that's, that's in the past week i've probably put in maybe 12 hours for this girl yeah and i've made over 200 dollars doing it it's not bad just for sitting there and uh fucking working on basic some stuff. basic yeah. shit the the design the the graphic design shit is very new it's like last it's like yesterday i started doing that but the last couple weekends i've been working for her uh editing videos intros to videos i feel uh, like that's gonna be the thing with the world going crazy and everybody being stuck at home and also more than likely a next round of this COVID shit where people are going to freak out and be stuck at home again. People are going to have to come up with new ways to make money. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing is kind of funny about, uh, I was listening to Jacob the other night and he was talking about his TikTok stuff. Say what you want, respect the hustle. There are people out there, like you said, that are willing to steal their parents' credit cards right now. I don't know if it's ethical or if it's morally the right thing to do. (laughs) No, yeah. But yeah. if you can snatch down a few hundred dollars, what? For playing with your phone? You play with your phone all fucking day anyway. You know? It's Yeah, Jacob's just uploading his wacky personality. Like he's making money off doing it. Like yeah. unless he's lying to all of us. Only but... fans, listen, if you're a if you're a seven, ladies, I'm not trying to be an asshole. If you're a seven, take a couple pictures of your tits. You don't have to get out there and put everything, all your business out there. But take a good, solid picture of your tits with lighting. You can hook people. <laughs> you, you might not yeah. get them for the monthly thing unless you take more pictures of your tits. But a couple pictures of your titties, you can make 20 bucks. 20 bucks a month yeah. for your tits. Does your husband pay you $20 for your tits every month? No. <laughs> that cheap whore. Yeah. And that's one guy. Maybe one gal. Um. It's, there's going to be different opportunities, and uh, I think that's the moral of the story. Is it's 2020, baby? It's a whole new fucking ball game, and uh, everybody's going to have to adjust a little bit. I think. Yeah, if I wasn't so cheap, I'd probably pay for an e-girl. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather pay for cassettes, though. That's true. Yeah, at least you can make resale value off that, huh? See, like my ideal, my ideal like titty picture is a girl holding like, you know, no shirt on, no bra, nothing. But holding like cassettes, I'd buy that in heartbeat. I'm trying to think, we might could make that happen. I wonder if they have a fiver for that. You think? <laughs> hey, lady, if I give you five dollars, will you put these over your tits and take a picture? <laughs> Please. 
be like, what the fuck is a cassette? You could do that. Brandon, that's not hard at all. I'm sure there are people out there who sell $5 titty pictures. And if you're not even showing the titties, I'm going to have to think on this. We'll find somebody. Don't you fucking worry. This is my new project. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> out welcome. there, ladies, dudes, if you like to have a picture with cassettes holding them, covered up your titties, let's make this happen, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Yeah, cassette titty. Shoot your shot, bro. <sighs> Sorry my wife walked in a minute ago. She fucking... I tried to tell her it took a long time to get everything set up. And I'm going to have to put the kid to bed in a little bit. I'm pretty upset about that. Okay, don't have kids, right. Brandon. They take up all your time. And then you won't have really time for other stuff. Every once in a while you get to talk to your friends, but only in your office on the computer. Yeah, my mother told me at a young age, don't ever get married, don't ever have kids. So far, you're doing okay with that? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Living the dream. We'll just have cassettes. <laughs> oh, man. Women are trouble, man. Yeah, man. It's sometimes more trouble than they're worth. It's fun, though, because like, that's the thing. is, I think, honestly, you shouldn't get married until you're at least in your 30s. I went a little sooner than that, but I feel like I'm I'm a much older person in my soul. Uh, I think that you should wait till you're about thirty, at least. I keep forgetting you're my age. Yeah, I'm thirty three. So yeah, well, you're right there. six years older than me. Yeah, no, you're getting there, man. Don't worry. I feel like at that point you'll know yourself enough, and hopefully you found a young lady or man that suits your fancy, and you can stand to be around and talk to. And if that's the case. Hold on to it, man. That's what I did. At the end of the day, I know my wife is an asshole sometimes. And I know I'm not the easiest person to get along with. The fact of the matter is, we've lived together for ten years plus. Yeah, we've been married for like five years. I think five or six. You know, we've barely had arguments. We've had a couple little spats back and forth. But never even anything so much as like, I don't want to sleep in the same bed as you. Yeah. If you can't find that, if that's not what you're rocking with, don't do it, man. Yeah, and don't, every little thing is an argument kind of thing. You'll, you'll end up dying. Like, one day you'll kill each other in your sleep. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is it's not going to be perfect. And sometimes you're going to piss each other off. You're going to get on each other's fucking nerves. But that's just because you're different people and you live in the same house. You throw a kid yeah, in yeah. the mix. Like, there's all kinds of shit like that that's going to get in there and kind of stir up the thing, man. My advice to anybody is find somebody that you can be honest with. That's what I did. My wife knows just how fucked in the head I am and the weird things that I think and my bad habits and interrupting people and talking about myself and all that. She knows all that stuff. And she still, like, thinks about me, you know, (laughs) and write me a note here or there and send me a text message. And I try to do the same thing. You know, I'm not the typical dude. I'm not like, uh, show up with like, uh, roses and all that shit. Like, it's just, you know, I didn't know a lot about affection as a kid, especially. So I don't, I don't really have a model for that. So I've yeah, I'm self-taught. I'm sociopath. I don't, I don't feel those things. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's weird. Cause I feel like I have some bad habits, like, possibly narcissistic tendencies i think we all do if we do podcast stuff like it's it's a attention thing uh 
But yeah, like that's the whole thing. Just find somebody that likes you, doesn't even love you. Find somebody that likes you for who you are. That's the best piece of advice I can give you. For real. You or anybody else. Maybe get some fucking out of your system before you get that because there's so many other chicks. That's the hard part. It's the temptation. And I'm glad. I don't think that I've gotten too fat or ugly at this point, but I haven't had a lot of temptation, and I appreciate that. Because in my other relationships, that was not the case. It always turns out bad. I've never been able to say no to pussy, man. I love it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel those things, man. I really. Just, I just really don't. Um, I don't know what you call that. I'm not gay. I just. I don't like sex. Yeah. Boring. I could be doing so much cooler shit, like making cassettes. <laughs> Dead serious, dude. Dead serious, like. I, whatever I can do with my, I can just jerk off and make sets. Like I don't give a fuck, dude. You're like a machine. We gotta find a way to point you in the right direction, man. Get you something that's definitely like constantly making you happy. That's almost as good as pussy. We gotta find next, like the the opposite of pussy. Step two, right under that, whatever that thing is. Maybe it is cassettes. I'm gonna start promoting your fucking cassettes. I'm gonna try to get you so much work that you're gonna be like, fuck. <laughs> Dude, yeah. the goal is to be able to quit my job and just make cassettes. It's vinyl, vinyl cassettes and CDs. That's the goal. Um, is I don't want to have to work anymore. At least not for somebody else. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to pay off my taxes I owe to the government. I owe like fifteen hundred. Trying to get that done. Um, Good luck. <laughs> I haven't been. I haven't been able to get this pension thing. That what do you call it? The thing that everybody got. Um, yeah, your Trump money. Yeah, I haven't been able to get that because I owe money to the government. It's hey man, I get it. look. I I got one, but it paid. Uh, Donald Trump bought me a new clutch for my car and paid for the tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> so that was nice. Thanks, Don. The Don. Donald. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm kind of at that same point too now. See, you're not even like where. I'm, just, I'm not shitting on you at all when I say this. I'm just saying, like, I've got a few more years, so it's like, I'm at that point where I'm like, fuck, man, this can't be it. Like, there's got to be a next thing. I'm just looking for it. And sometimes it's frustrating as shit. <sighs> I have no direction. Next, like, I'm always, like, just anything. Like, I'm a grown up now, I'm a dad, I'm a husband. I'm always just taking care of myself. And now I'm at a now point. What? Now yeah. what? Like, it's always been survive. Like, I've never had, like, future instinct. Like, make plans and shit. And I'm trying now, you know. But it's tough. And that shit starts to fuck with me, man. Like, the kid's getting older and stuff. It's just weird. Like, you realize how fast time flies when you're dealing with kids and family and stuff like that and work. You're like... Man. <laughs> yeah. There's got to yeah, be a point where, God damn it, I'm going to be able to spend a little more time at home. This is crazy. I'm always gone. That's, I'm the complete opposite. Like, uh, I'm only ever at work. I don't even hang out with friends anymore. Like, cassettes have consumed me. Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll leave the house for us to go to work. Um, this is going to be the title and- of the episode. It's just cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> This is actually an intervention, Brandon. I'm here to tell you, like, maybe we should get some other hobbies. Like, have you tried? Uh, have you tried cornhole? Cornhole's fun. Just throw the bag. Oh man, I'm so proud of my cassette collection right now. I've got, I've got like 150 cassettes up there on the wall. It's crazy because, like, I can only imagine, like, I, 
you have the world at your fingertips right now. Like you do anything. I want a porno tape. Make me one of those. I'm if I can sit it and I'm gonna see if I can sell it to somebody for like money, money. <laughs> Just make it. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna try to haggle it out and be like, guys, this is sex on tape. Don't be mad. <laughs> I'll make one. I've got, I've uh, I've got 33. 75 minute tapes yeah that's 37 minutes per side just one you get to watch some porn which i know you don't appreciate you just watch it for fucking research purposes and uh fucking <laughs> make 75 minutes worth of porno sounds i bet you can sell it to a truck driver like some old asshole that's driving like a 1985 peterbilt he's still got a cassette player like, hey, you want to listen to some porn? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good quality, too. Like, I'll edit it, make it all good quality, make it all levels right. Fuck yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd put work into it. I love it. <laughs> this new project, porn on tape. <laughs> oh, Brandon, I got to go make some dinner and put the kid to bed. Uh, it's been a, a pleasure getting to speak with you. Would you like to give out your plugs so we can wrap this shit up? All right. Um, well, it's been a fantastic time, dude. I wish we could go on forever. I love talking to you. Um, you can find me uh, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash B Desorcy. That's B D E S O R C Y. That's my personal Facebook. Promises Cap Collective forward slash uh, facebook.com forward slash Promises Kept Collective. I'm not going to spell that one out. Um, Twitter, twitter.com P. What is it? PK collect? No, promises kept. C O L. That's pretty much it. That works. Uh, you can email us. You can email us at promises kept collective at gmail.com if you want some tapes or something. Who the fuck is us? You got a mouse in your pocket. I get it. I do it all the time too. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't even know what that was. I'm lost now. Brandon. Plugs? Plugs. That's right. Thank you for coming. I'm sorry that uh, we got cut short. We'll have to do it again uh, sometime soon. Yeah, man. I'm, like I said, anytime. I'd yeah. love to. If you guys would like to get your... Uh, please go see Brandon for all your cassette needs. I think this is going to be good. I hope if you get one fucking person from this that makes you make 20, 30 cassettes, I'm going to be so fucking happy. <laughs> Cassettes, CDs, and short-run vinyl. Hey, buddy. Thank you for coming, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. We'd like to welcome a new sponsor, Cushy Dreams. They say, smoke your CBD because you can. And I agree. I've tried all the gummies, the drops, the the rubs, the oils, all that shit, man. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm a big fuck, and... I don't think those things are geared for somebody like me. But, you know, I do appreciate the process of smoking bud. And I feel like this is a really neat substitute for, you know, if maybe you don't want to get completely stoned (laughs) before you go do something. It's a CBD flower, actual hemp flower. It's not just some bullshit that they grow in a ditch to roll up and stick inside a cigarette if you've tried those. These are high-quality strains. There's six to actually, uh, you know, boost your your general activities, man. Relax, peace, create, hustle, energy, dream. All of those can have a benefit to you depending on what you're looking for in a CBD product. Uh, 
you know, I think the interesting thing about these are instead of just having some low rent, basic ass CBD flower, they actually get all the CBD they can out of the product as opposed to just, you know, enough to make it work. I've enjoyed it thus far. It looks like bud. It tastes like bud. It smells like bud. I can't believe it's not Buddha. You can go to their website, cushydreams.com. K-U-S-H-Y. Use your promo code POBOYS. You get 15% off your first order. They actually sell little canisters of prepackaged CBD bud. Uh, nitrogen sealed. They ship it right to your house, man. Or you can get a pre-rolled. A fat little joint cone, man. You can toke on that. The prices of the strains can go up, down. There's going to be a product for you no matter what your budget is, no matter what your ailment is. So guys, go there and check it out. Use the promo code. Get a little discount. And actually smoke your CBD. Because you fucking can. So that was my conversation with Brandon. You guys be sure to follow and uh, check out his show, the Hey How's It Going podcast. He's a good guy. I know that he's uh, definitely fallen into some <laughs> some shit lately with the, the circle I run in, but I like Brandon. He's a good guy. He loves cassettes. It was actually kind of funny by the end of this. I thought we could have a little drinking game. You could listen to it back, and every time he says the word cassettes, take a drink. <laughs> fucking hammered. Anyway, uh, please be sure to like, subscribe, rate, review. Tell a friend, tell your mama, tell your friend's mom about the show. If you'd like to contact me, I'm at Pot on Twitter. Special thanks to the OG sponsor, BioBidet.com. Use promo code POBOYS to receive 10% off anything in the store. Get you some high-grade technology and clean your booty hole like a champion. And yeah. Sorry, it's a little late this week, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm running behind. It's summertime. I've been at the lake working on my tan and whatnot. I'm all over the map, guys. It's the last few months has been crazy. Uh, doing a summer podcast tour. I think I've knocked out five or six different shows. So check out Nerds with Words. Check out the S. Anthony Thomas show. Check out the Two Mics podcast. Shitty song of the week. I got a few of those coming up. Had a lot of fun the last few weeks getting to talk to all my friends. And uh, looking forward to uh, getting some of them on the show sometime in the very near future. So do that. I love you motherfuckers. Thanks again. And I'll see you next time. (laughs) 